hello. You are muted. Oh, there we go. I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. My, I'm like talking. I'm like, I'm going to set up my audio and video. Okay. I think I got, I think I'm good. My new, I just unpacked my gear. All your new stuff? Yeah, just, um, you know, it was all, it's Ollie's gaming mic. And I just ordered the same one that got ruined in the fire. And he was like, dude, you sold. We should have gotten a better one. I'm like, uh, <laughs> a better one later. I just needed one that could be on my doorstep. So, um, so Amy, you guys, Amy, Amy's joining us Are again. Are you recording? Yo, yeah. ABR, <laughs> ABR people, ABR. ABR, what? Oh, always be recording. <laughs> well, I have to start the recording at the very beginning because then the timestamps line up. So that I send it to my producer who I was just negotiating with. I have to cook dinner tomorrow so he can get our below deck podcast out tomorrow so that we can have it ready for wet Wednesday. So um, in order for him to do that, I have to make dinner tomorrow. So we just negotiated that. Um, which is, I suppose, better than um, the alternative, which is what I usually pay him in, which is blowjobs. So <laughs> anyway, Amy's here. Amy, talk about your fire, because oh. I did put this out there is one of the reasons yes, why some of the we did have a fire. People keep asking. So thank you, everyone, for your concern. So yes, um, about six or seven weeks ago, we had a house fire, and it's amazing what a contained 15 minute fire could do to a 6,000 square foot house. And we have to take it all down to the studs because the fire broke out. It was an electrical fire in our gym. So everything burned. Which was like the basement? In the basement. It was one room of the basement. Our basement is several different rooms. It was contained to the gym. Um, So things that burned were a bike, a treadmill, a tonal, which is another piece of equipment that's mounted to the wall, a bunch of hex weights, um, everything that burned, picture rubber, plastic, black, a TV burn, a bunch of monitors. So yeah, you had like quite the gym setup. Yeah. So then the soot basically got picked up by our air carrier system and pushed throughout the entire house. That's how Um, it got up there. Yeah. So it's in all the walls, all the electrical. So they have to take the whole house down to the studs. So anyway, I've been, I had to get quote unquote rehoused. So I'm in my rehousing, (laughs) in my rehousing era right now, which is actually (laughs) about a stone's throw from the Boston marathon. So I've been a little insane today because I've been trapped. um, Oh, yeah, I guess that that is today. It is today. So it um, was today. It's still going on because the reason I know is because I ordered DoorDash and I (laughs) made sure to order it on my side of the marathon because I live right near um, Heartbreak Hill. So I (laughs) picked a restaurant specifically on my side of the marathon course and the freaking DoorDasher, Ollie's like mistake, Ollie's my son, mistake number one, you didn't pay extra to have it, um, the expedited delivery. So they picked up multiple deliveries and somehow we managed to cross over the course and couldn't get back. So then my food got stuck on the other side of the course. It was a fiasco. Oh God. All good. All good. But everybody's fine. No, no humans or pets were harmed in. My husband and my two dogs, my two French bulldogs were home at the time and they got out safely. 
Um, it's just one big freaking hassle and headache. And I, I, wouldn't I can't even imagine on anyone. It's just a total nightmare. But- so like the soot getting into the air system and it's getting everywhere. So that's like all of your furniture, your stuff, like you have everything. to buy like everything. You have nothing. So they were able to go into the insurance company. Everyone comes on. There's there's a whole subset of characters that are involved in this <laughs> world. And um, they're basically people who listen to police scanners and fire scanners and they mm-hmm. chase the drama. So, oh yeah, and, I know about that because right? um, my, my husband works in TV. And one of the things that he does is because he's on the assignment desk because he listens to the police scanner and he tells me yeah. about these other people who, sh- who they are show up. The- there's a fire and they are literally in your driveway with their business cards. Like, well, let us oh, help you. Um, so anyway, the insurance company got contacted that night. Their cleanup crew came that night. And um, the next morning they had a dry cleaning company show up and they took everything, all of our clothing and all of our bedding out of the house. And because it wasn't fire damage, I'm like, can't we just wash it? It's like not a big deal. Like I was so naive. So, would, uh, yeah. yeah. I, and I they're, don't, they're I like, nothing. that will ruin any washing machine you put it into. Like oh. it has to be professionally done. So anyway, our clothes were salvaged, but we didn't have access to them for like three or four weeks because they had to clean everything. Um, But anything that was a porous surface, furniture wise, rugs, pillows, everything, trash. Window treatments, um, everything. God. Good news is I don't own a window treatment, never had a window treatment. I'm not that fancy. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you um, don't strike me as a window treatment. I'm not a window girl. treatment kind of person. You're so. more like a custom blinds, but but semi. No, not even. I like I don't like anything. I just look in. I like to live in a fishbowl. Watch me. Watch me work. I get that because there are some that are in my house that I don't really ever close and some that our, I don't our ever house open. is like it's on it's kind of like back um we don't have any neighbors that can see our house directly so I don't blinds were not an issue for me yeah like in this stuff. room I don't think I've yeah. closed those blinds in years yeah. in that window behind me um, yeah so now yeah. so curtains weren't a thing but like all the rugs all the couches whatever so yeah, it's been a process. So now we're in this rental house, which was unfurnished. So that was a whole project, like slowly oh moving God. in and getting stuff to move in. But it's all, it's okay. The cool thing is we're closer to Boston. We're re- very close to Fenway. We're in Newton, Massachusetts now where the marathon just went by. And um, it's going to be an adventure. It's an adventure. I mean, your adventure. attitude about it is great. Um, you know. So I it, was a little behind in my <laughs> your TV um, watching. Yes. TV reality TV consumption because I was just a little distracted with the fire and had a laundry list a mile long, but it's been nice yes. to get back into my consumption of trash TV. Right, because it's a good balance to the other stuff. Um you know, I did, just I did, an escape. Yeah. We love yes. to escape. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the, this the TV we're going to talk about today is Love is Blind. Now I don't know how long this is going to go. I don't know how much we're going to talk about. I don't know if this is going to be one episode, one long episode, if I'm going to split it up. I don't know. We're going to find out together. Um, but Amy and I have been watching several seasons of Love, Love is Blind. I feel like we watched one of the other ones together. We watched season three together. Okay. Which was, I feel like, five minutes ago. Season three came well, out. Well, and then probably because season... they did that. They followed him afterwards. Maybe. They followed up pretty, yeah. And so uh, that was quickly recent. after. Yeah. Yeah. So we did watch season three together, season four. I mean, and I feel like how far can we even go back? 
the reunion debacle is like so fresh and it's all yes. anyone can talk about. And now I don't Which even is hilarious what happened given the first... how lame the reunion ended up being. Oh, it was so awful, but the whole, everything about it was insane. Yes. So we're going to get into... All right. Okay, sorry, well, sorry. I was going to say it needed the whole live aspect of it was the dumbest thing Netflix could ever have done because you <laughs> cannot have these reality TV unprofessionals unedited. Uh-huh. Exactly. They were so long-winded. It was like these people need to be cut. This whole thing needs to be edited together. There, this we is have not so a much, live event. So much to talk about about the finale itself, much less God damn it. Every time. Up. Oh. You're losing your God mind. damn it. Every time I there kick that thing out every time, every, every single time. Um, anyway, um, we're going to talk all about the reunion. We're going to talk about the season. We're going to do all of that, but we will do it right after this break. We'll be right back. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality, Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. All right. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about first? And we're back. Um, <laughs> and we're back. All right. So the first thing I was going to say, the first thing that comes to mind, I don't remember much about the pods of all the dating. Honestly, I thought that part this season was super boring to me. It was. I almost, I, remember. I almost didn't completely watch the show. Same. I was so bored by it. Um, number one, no one should sing in the pods. Oh my God. Don't bring your yes. guitar. Don't recite don't sing songs don't make up songs don't write songs don't pretend to write songs you don't sound good even if you sound great in your head you don't sound great not a great look um so I remember that I remember Tiffany falling asleep which I thought was actually awesome like that was that was hilarious that was a real life thing that happened it was a real memorable that was a great moment that is Um, something that happens in the real world with like totally go, go put your kid to sleep and I'm going to call, I'm going to text you back and they fall asleep or, totally. You know. So it was good that or they had like old them. school, you're on the phone with a boyfriend and you end up falling asleep. I mean, we don't do that anymore, but like if we were to, that's like, yes, exactly to me. Um, what else came to mind from the pods? I mean, obviously 
Zach and the whole, I mean, it was so clear that bliss was the winner from the pods and like Irina was a nightmare and she's trying to steal the cupcakes. And I mean, Oh my God. That was so bad. It was so bad. It was, it was that revealed her character right from the jump. Like bliss is spending all this time and like knows it's his birthday and making these special cupcakes. And Irina comes in, she's like, Oh fuck. It's his birthday. Can I give him a cupcake? It's like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and, and this is a whole thing. They, they, at, at, at part of why the reunion was so bad, they, they go through this series of that. Well, I don't, I don't know if they showed the cupcakes, but all the mean girl stuff arena and, um, yeah. And Micah were doing, but then they didn't address it. So it's like you had Arena there, and like you didn't address any of her behavior from the pods there. Nope. And I see, I think that Zach, the GoBot with glasses, um, I think he um he like suspected or he had somewhere in his mind that Arena was somehow superior to um to bliss on his like imagined scale of like hotness or coolness or popularity like she was younger i don't know she just and so i yeah i feel like he picked her because he thought she was like more of the trophy wife than bliss like you know what i mean like she was the, the cool pretty popular girl that he could never get in real like in real life and so he was going to pick her here which is so weird because he couldn't even see her and there was nothing she did to give that vibe i don't know the whole thing was crazy i think bliss it was honestly bliss was too nice um and she was the obvious choice but i don't know that whole storyline well let's talk about them so let's 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 talk about them as a couple so they're one of the um, couples that get followed to the end i mean yeah well ends up being a threesome so we have they we have in the pods zach right that one zach dating both of them both bliss and arena and then you see all this behind the scenes of of them because they live you know they live in the same pot or whatever yeah same girl suite or whatever it is yeah and and stuff and so you see them bliss making the cupcakes and then arena trying to take the cupcakes and you see all this mean girl stuff happening and and i think obviously that's gonna lend us to to liking um arena better but not arena better bliss (laughs) bliss better god i don't like arena no um, and, and obviously Zach isn't privy to all of that same stuff that we see, you know, so, so he's looking at it differently. His lens that he's looking at it is, oh my God, like this hot young chick, like really like wants me. Okay, cool. I'm going to pick her. I feel is like, wait, can we happened? don't rewind to the beginning, beginning of the pods with Zach? And it's like very vague in my memory but remember he was making all those jokes but because he was behind the wall you couldn't tell that they were jokes and they were so inappropriate and i wish i remembered what some of them were do you know what i'm talking about like he said he was a stripper and then like of course his mother was a stripper the whole thing right. was like oh, was yeah. inappropriate in a like in a very awkwardly strange because way the- and it was the hard to know that he was joking yeah for the context that it was it it did not play well 
It flopped. Um, it did not yeah. land. And the other women who were on those dates with him were kind of like, well, who is this joker? Like, no, yeah. he was, for me, a hard no from the jump. I'm like, this guy is whack. There's something weird about um, him. Something yeah. off about yeah. him. But um, so we yeah, have, guess- the, yeah. So we see this, we see the, the mean girl stuff, right? And then we see like this angsty, angsty Zach trying to decide which girl is right. And he ends up choosing um arena which i think came as a surprise just because you know the way it was edited and everything um <laughs> and then of course he breaks up with bliss and you know when wah, 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 cry everything's terrible and then we get to see them um meet for the first time this was the most awkward cringy meet when they revealed after they got engaged or whatever mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> Just talk so painful, so, so painful, painful. And I mean, the fact that she kept saying, "You look like a cartoon character," and I just can't place that. She was so obviously not into him. Yeah, from, from the, the beginning, from the jump. Now and- she said at the reunion that he felt the same way about her. It was very obvious they didn't click. Blah blah blah. Do you buy that? And that it was just the way that it was edited. It was I don't. I think he would have rolled with it had she been kinder to him and not been an absolute surface level troll. Um, <laughs> I think he liked her. Like he, I don't know. They kind of connected and. He's the scientist. So he's. No, he's the lawyer. Oh no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's, I can't <laughs> the two of them confused. I can't help it. So- I mean. Yeah, yeah, he was the criminal defense attorney. He's, so I wanted to like yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he is the lawyer. And he actually did, co- like, I came around on him after all that creepy, weird jokes that didn't land. And I actually didn't mind him once he came into his own personality. Yes. But I did agree with her when she kept saying, you look like a cartoon character, but I can't place it. And then the next day I realized on TikTok that it was not a cartoon character that he looked like, but he was just the third property brother. And that was yeah, so spot yes. on. Yes, I saw that like, on Instagram. Right? Like, it's like, you look like someone and I just can't place it. Well, yeah, he's a freaking property brother. And that's what it was. Um, and he did, you know, he's, he's pretty toothy and he had a nice smile and she just couldn't with him. And, and he had really weird eye contact. He was like, that could have been edited though. Like, I feel like they could have just picked up on that one yeah. thing and then spliced it together to make them look Absolutely. really creepy. Right. But um, as a nice storyline, but yeah. yeah, that whole thing was not great with them. And Clearly then very awkward and weird. And you could tell instantly. And like, I don't know about you. Well, I guess you've been married for a hundred thousand years, but so I was yeah. dating, I was dating more recently, but I've had that circumstance happen where you're like, talk to somebody online and then you're like okay let's set up a date and you go and you could tell the chemistry's just not just there, not there. Off. yeah but nothing on this level like this was bad <laughs> you know I mean obviously it's one of the things that can happen from a social experiment like this where you do you know connect with someone without seeing them and it was a risk of the whole it just it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy to me that it hadn't happened up until now through all the seasons or at least they hadn't shown anything like this right um of people not connecting in this way um the other people the other couples and other scenes that fell apart it was never 
because of like a physical, like, I just can't with you. Like, you're so not my type. I don't even want to be in the same room with you physically. So that was interesting. Um, the other thing with them, well, once they broke up and he like jumped right to bliss, like we've had not a beat to like get over it. And he's like, all right, I'm going out with bliss. And will you marry me? And um, we're just going to stay on the same production schedule that everybody else that totally. I would have anyway. We're and just I was kind of like to you for arena. I just wanted to be like, bless. No, like how, you know, have some self-respect. But then I didn't hate her. Like after I, I was know. like, once I met her mom, <laughs> her mom has Michelle Obama vibes. Go back and watch her mom. Okay. Her mom speaks there. She's got a very similar um, speaking style to Michelle Obama. I don't know. I just loved her mom. I felt like she was so nurturing. She was so supportive. And the and dad once, was like, no, no. <laughs> I hated her dad. And then I actually loved at the reunion how Zach said that they've come around on each other. Oh, and yeah, they, at, yeah. That was like a whole editing situation where like with the dad, he's like, so do you fish? And he's like, no. Yeah. Do you, whatever, do you play Anything. sports? He's like, no. And he was like, all right, end of story. Like I have nothing in common with you. I'm like, oh my God, this poor guy. Um, I mean, but Zach gave him nothing to work with. Like, no, come no. on, dude. Well, okay. Zach and Bliss went on a date. So this is the the date he, t- well, he, after he shows up at her house or whatever, they had d- drinks or something. Yeah. He went, the, the, their first date in the real world, he takes her on where he proposes and she says yes and all of that. They're literally raiding fruit. That's how boring these people are. They were They're like, oh my God, but what's your favorite? Well, if my favorite would be the mango. And then it would be followed. Oh, you would put mango first too? I would put mango first. Oh my God. And it was like the most saddest, weirdest, but like strangely like normal thing. It was, that was the weirdest <laughs> thing about it. It was <laughs> It was kind of like relatable in a weird way. And then the yeah. other thing that I hated about them in the moment was like the whole owl thing of like my favorite birds and owl. And she was like, yeah, me too. Like, oh, and their wedding song. song. Oh my gosh. Okay. But then I cried with the, when the wedding song played and I'm not even a crier and I hate country music. I oh, hate oh, everything God. about country. And then the song played and I was like, okay, they're not wrong. This is a beautiful song. And like, <laughs> Cried. Oh my God. So I don't know. Where are we? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm tired because of the fire, but I was Love really. Love takes you on a, a roller coaster. I was on a journey with these two. <laughs> you went um, on a journey. <laughs> I went on a journey. They're but, still up. So this is a year later. So this reunion year later live last night or a year later. And they a seem, year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and Zach went through for a ride physically. I mean, if you watched his TikToks, he looked uh, like he went. His TikToks. He went into the woods and didn't come out. Like, it looks like he has not shaved since yes. the show, <laughs> the wedding. They filmed, since they filmed the wedding. Yeah, but, he last um, shaved for the wedding and that was it. Yeah, no. Um, but It hasn't cut his yeah. hair either because that was a little out of control too. It was all out of control. But anyway, no, they, too seem, much they hair seem really happy. And Bliss in, in particular, Zach seemed really nervous at the reunion, like very nervous energy. And that's the whole thing with it being live. It was just not great. Like he didn't come off great. Um, Bliss seemed so put together and so calm and very well-spoken. I think she did a great job at the reunion. Yeah. Surprisingly. I mean, um, 
I mean, I guess it surprised me a little, but that shows you what editing, I guess, can do because mm-hmm. I, I thought she was really dumb. Not that she was dumb, but I just thought she, she was dumb. She didn't seem to have a spine. And then in the reunion, I was there. like, okay, this girl. Yeah. She, and she was like sticking up for herself and she was a lot stronger than um, yeah. a lot more extroverted than I suspected of her. I suspect she was very introverted on the the way that it they showed it. And she was did a lot of the talking during the reunion. So yeah, I, it was yeah. In, it, the whole reunion flipped everything on its side for me, period, <laughs> especially with Kwame and Chelsea. I don't know. Okay. Let's story. move to Kwame and Chelsea. Move to them. Yeah. So let's go to them. So, okay. So let's start, Kwame start with them, their journey in the pot. <laughs> so obviously it was Kwame and Micah were like an early connection. Yes. This was the other threesome. Right. So Kwame and Micah, and then he kind of said no to Micah. And then Chelsea came in out of nowhere. She, to me in the pods and in the whole follow on to the weddings seemed to be the most desperate. Like this girl has been planning her fairytale wedding since she was eight years old and Mm -hmm. she's got it all in a journal (laughs) and she knew exactly what she wanted. And she wants, you know, two kids and a Volvo and she's zeroed in. (laughs) Kwame just had to just got caught in the crossfire of it all. I was like, this is a nightmare. How does Chelsea look simultaneously 47 years old and 27 years old at the same time? So she looked 47 when they first filmed. And since she's gotten Botox and gotten a little bit better with her makeup and styling. So I do okay. think she's reversed aged. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Fame can do to you, right? Like you just yeah, yeah. come in, you're a little, a little rough around little. the edges. Like she yeah. definitely, I noticed in but prior to the reunion, I was like, hmm, I mean, it's almost like one of those babies that has old man face. It she would <laughs> Botox would have gone a, a little Botox would have gone a long way with her. Also, like when you're that thin, um, and in your 30s, you can show you can show age a little bit more. Like as I always say, you can't get a wrinkle on a balloon. So, you know, she's a thinner <laughs> woman. Yeah. And um, you know, she, her face is gonna age a little faster, but you know, that's what Botox is for. Botox and filler. Um, and then she, yeah. she definitely smoothed it right out for that reunion. She looked fabulous mm-hmm. I was shocked by their connection and them a year later I thought yes. I couldn't believe they went to the altar couldn't yes. believe he said yes yep. could not believe he said yes yep now and, and first, this also shows the magic of editing though because the way yeah. you know they they clearly there was stuff that they didn't show and I thought it was really funny when they were talking at the reunion, they were talking to her about certain narratives and this whole thing about the Micah and com- the conversation between Micah and Kwame at the pool in Mexico. Yeah. In Mexico, which was sort of an, an unfortunate conversation. They both in, went to inappropriate and in, in, yeah, several ways. Yeah. So there was the first time they saw each other. They were attracted to each other. They had this conversation and then it was dealt with, with each of the individual with, with Chelsea and with Kwame, as we learned um, that they didn't show. And, and as they were talking about it, um, Chelsea was like, yeah, we dealt with it early. It was over. It was done with such a tiny, whatever. It was part of a narrative that was being pushed. That wasn't us. That was her little, that's like, okay, right. flip that in. Cause it's live. That means obviously the producers were pushing that story, that, that part of the storyline. Yep. So it shows you the magic of the editing of how they push the storyline 
And I like to think that they're not pushing storylines as much as like we see on some other reality shows, but clearly they are. So the pushing of the storylines and maybe just more the shaping, the personality shaping, right? Because for me, my perception of Chelsea was that she was a little bit desperate, Mm -hmm. a little bit like saw a ticking top clock was like, I want to check marriage off my list. Yeah. Marriage check kids check like whatever. And it appeared to me that Kwame just got caught in that and was like, Oh God, dude, what are you getting? You're in way over your head. I don't think you're ready for this. And then unedited at the reunion, Mm -hmm. she was so chill. So well-spoken. They were really so, yeah. They were so connected to each other in a very, like in just, I think of all the couples, I was expecting Brett and Tiffany to be that connected because they seemed the most put together on the, as yeah, the they, show was filmed. They were like a sort of separate from the other couples. The in- aspirational couple, right? Yeah. Like they connected <laughs> right off the bat and there didn't seem to be many issues and whatever, but um. Yeah. And then in the reunion, it was the Chelsea and Kwame storyline that kind of shocked us all. It was like, holy cow, like, A, I can't believe they got married. B, it's a year later and they've been living together and they just kind of spun her as ditzy and desperate and like the whole pink apartment thing. Uh And like, she, how was she going to be with him and like the couch, which was a funny storyline of like him sitting on the couch and like the ultimate bachelor and like, there was a, I saw on TikTok, you could see the Fenty lip gloss on the couch. Like someone froze the scene when they're looking, she, Chelsea and Kwame go to his apartment for the uh-huh. tour. And she's kind of like, Ooh, bachelor pad. Uh-huh. Like, oh, what's this couch? Whatever. And someone froze the, or like slowed it way down. And someone was like, there's a Fenty lip gloss jammed in the couch, <laughs> which means that prior to going to film this show, Kwame had some chick on his couch that is the owner of that Fenty lip gloss. Right. Certainly in his. Right. But I mean, and and Fenty lip gloss is, is not one of those like cheap accidental ones you just pick no. up, like at CVS. No, that's you have no. to go to Sephora I mean, for that shit. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was like that was the most shocking of the reunion and, was and like the his family. The other storyline that they were pushing with the, the with them after the Micah stuff was the um, would he marry her without his mom's blessing because his mom felt some kind of way about the whole situation and wasn't and he wanted him to have a Gahanian wife and you know she was just a little sus about the whole thing there was a whole narrative too or like a whole conspiracy theory on tiktok that barbara was in fact not his sister right um that that was some stand-in that he couldn't get anyone to come also that he had been on another reality show um prior to that and i can't um, the details are fuzzy on me but this is not his first go on a reality show to find love okay um (laughs) the other narrative was that and he addressed it in the reunion about him not questioning whether or not he should go by Kwame um with the love is blind and actually that was my first thought when I heard that he was like should I go by Alex Mm -hmm. and I do get his perspective of like I yeah like me going by my name is going to give a lot of context clues as to physically who might be sitting behind this wall right and they didn't want necessarily right so going and i think it was he didn't want that like do i want that for myself or do i want to you know open it up open myself up to like anyone 
Um, so I get that, but TikTok was cruel about that. Yeah, and they were course. saying like, he's a poser and like, he's, um, he's fake and whatever. But I think that storyline surprised us all. It was the surprise of the season <laughs> yeah. four. Yeah. I mean, and now I guess mom absolutely adores her and you know, it's a whole, everything. They've had Thanksgiving together. Everything's fine. Everything's good. The whole, and- yeah. The other thing I wanted to address about this season, right. Is because they did Seattle mm-hmm. and in previous seasons, it didn't seem like there were that was, were there any contestants or contestants, any yeah, okay. <laughs> they are contestants, cast members who were not from that city. It seems like well, here, this, that article. So there's this article that I think I forwarded you the link. I'm not sure if you got a chance to read it, but where the, one of the executive, the executive producer creator of the show was talking about that specific thing with this season. Right. And how, they talked about whether they were going to open it up geographically beyond Seattle. And they determined that a two and a half to three hour drive wasn't so surmountable that they couldn't use it. Cause that's a, you know, it's a real issue. They don't want to like put people, you know, much anything, anyone further away. Right. They thought that that was a reasonable distance to, to have people in relationship people get you know there are successful relationships when you live that far away as well correct and i do think like so it didn't seem to be an issue with brett and tiffany at all right like, i don't even remember he worked for nike until he was the- in portland it was kind of like you could context clue put it together that maybe he didn't work in seattle he probably worked at nike headquarters in portland it was not an issue they never talked about it but with Pame and chelsea he was like but i don't I don't live in Seattle. And it was like, well, dude, you signed up for a show to fall in love with someone from Seattle. Seattle. So that that was like a choice that you made. So which is why that whole thing was like, are you honestly going to tell me that after all that time in the pods where you fall in love with someone such that you're going to get and married to them, you didn't talk about what you were going to do. What's your motive life? here? Yeah. Like, why are well, you that's, here? That's all producer bullshit. Right. You know, you know, cause they had to have talked about that stuff. Obviously it's not, you obviously you signed up for a show, you know, that I, I guess if people were looking at that kind of thing and saying, Oh, because of that, he's a poser. No, no. They, so you know, you're they right. Cause it, it is producer stuff because it was it was, hilariously a non-issue with the reunion like it didn't even come yeah. up and they had this gorgeous apartment and mm-hmm. you know, with views of the Puget Sound it was so cool and then it was actually Tiffany and Brett where Brett was like and it was an adjustment and she had to give up a lot yeah. to move to Portland to be with me and that like was such an interesting flip of yeah because I don't even remember that being that a, was not even a conversation I don't even like I didn't even know before the I must have missed it if they talked about it. Like I didn't know I before think the did. reunion. Yeah. That they also so anyway, had that was yeah. So I want to say, yeah. So wrap it up on Chelsea and Kwame. Pleasantly surprised. They actually seem happy. She yes. also said in no rush to have kids. They're kind of enjoying married life. I was like, there were a lot of a lot of surprises with them at the reunion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the third part of that three was Micah. So let's talk about Micah. Wait, yeah, Micah. Let's talk Micah about Micah. And my oh, so we'll just talk about her first, and first. then we can talk about <laughs> Do we have to talk about her friends? <laughs> I feel like the number one thing we need to talk about is her okay. friends. Let's talk about Micah. 
and her journey her journey spoiler alert she didn't get married spoiler alert she didn't get married i still have a lot of thoughts on um let's hear them all Okay, so I texted you last night. I was like, basically, like I have a lot of thoughts, and I should have written them down. (laughs) Um, She seemed like someone who came on the show specifically to be on a reality TV show. I think she didn't necessarily give two fucks about who she was going to be with or going to get quote unquote married to. It seemed to me like it was all a narrative that had been constructed in her brain. And I think with her friends before she went on, that's my perspective. Um, Because the friend thing was so out of left field and so off. So they go. So Micah, first she's hot on Kwame. Kwame's like, yeah, no, like whatever. We're not going to work out. I'm going in another Chelsea direction. Chelsea didn't like Micah because Chelsea's a speech language pathologist and Micah's lisp was just too much for her. <laughs> <laughs> like her speech, whatever issue she had, she has something going on there. Something. And I know and- my speech pathologist friends, hi, Heather, I'm talking to you. Um, I know she she will point out people. She's like, oh my god, I can't handle that. I can't handle this. Yeah. I can't, and I don't even hear what she's talking about because you know she's so attuned. Anyway, sorry. I so yeah, it seems to me that like this narrative, like she kind of came in with like I, I'm gonna create. I'm gonna I'm gonna create a narrative where I am a victim. I that was my perception, right? Mm-hmm. Because she's the victim of so first drama she's crying hysterically because Kwame doesn't pick her and then she's like right on Paul's ass I mean and then Kwame and Paul are kind of apples and oranges like yeah they're not even like but personality wise not even physically because at this point they're still in the pods it's not like she can see them right right but Paul was so chill and they're very, not, very different personnel. They were very different. And she was that girl who we all, <laughs> we so all know from high school. So, so Arena, she and Arena were like besties in the pod. And they, you know, they, we talked about us a little bit. They showed all this mean girl stuff that they were doing, right? And they were the bullies. They were listening to, and they were just being stupid and immature. And then they, they were buddies all up until arena tried to hit on uh, micah's fiance <laughs> right yes. <Paul>. um <laughs> so then they allegedly became not friends um but <laughs> when at the reunion uh i can't remember which person was talking about um about arena coming on the show for the wrong reasons basically exactly what you just described as you were talking about Micah, I'm like, that's like, like what they said about arena. Now that's like exactly the same thing. And I didn't think about it with Micah as well. But I think I, Micah just got further. Yeah. Than, and I and also truly, when you really break it down, if Irina was on the show just to get famous or for fame, she would have gone to the, she would have gotten to the altar. She would not have wanted to pull out before before the altar. She would have stuck with it through Mexico. She would have faked it till she made it. 
to to, <laughs> yes. it, to get yes. to the altar, right? right? Like so that she could have that drama moment or she could turn him down. But so, she couldn't, she, well, her problem was that she couldn't contain her hideousness or whatever. And he called her on it. She and couldn't was like, take it. Because he's the one that. But said also, something. I think she was like, she showed a little bit of humanity, as cruel as it was or whatever. Like, she just didn't have it in her to like push the false narrative any further. Right. Yeah. Like, she couldn't, she couldn't act her way out of it. That's Whereas Micah. I mean, Right. Like she could, if she really wanted fame and she wanted to drag it out and wanted more episodes, if she was on there for the, you know, for the airtime, she would have. I think she convinced herself that she was actually in love with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Like she wanted this whole thing so badly that she convinced herself that she was in love with him. I mean, at first it was really hard to watch her because she was basically like, first of all, her vocal fry. (laughs) And I realized some people don't like hearing my voice because of you know i breathe too i breathe too heavy so it's fine like i don't even care (laughs) i don't notice Mm -hmm. a vocal fry with you but a little bit maybe it's just because mike is just terrible and i hate her and so you know she's just that bitch over there eating crackers i don't know (laughs) um she was just so like what they showed of her about oh i'm gonna change your whole wardrobe i'm gonna change your whole style i'm gonna like all of these things like she and i'm clearly, like girl you're not even all that yeah like, like she clearly thought she, he was beneath her in a lot of ways but she convinced herself she was in love with him um because on paper he's the right guy for her to it it validates her and it right um, and she was so i mean it just all fits in she was so insecure mm-hmm that there was so much insecurity around it right like and she was better than him so she was gonna yeah make him dress better and she was gonna turn him into the person that she to the husband that she really saw herself with and it didn't matter again poor paul got kind of caught in the crossfire of it all Mm -hmm. right but okay so then moving to so so kwame is like no thank you and then she jumps right on paul and clearly they are not a match and Paul's just kind of chill and I think he kind of rolled with it um scientific mind was so funny to watch though because every yeah. time they showed they they would talk to him he would like go through this whole like scientific theory you know a hypothesis in his head about how to answer the question <laughs> it was like oh bless your heart and she's not really like the kind of girl that i normally date like my girls are into camping yeah 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 you don't get and like, she's with her know, hair extensions and her lash you know her, her lash extensions and her lash extensions and, her, and her, yeah fillers and her lips are i she needs to it was a lot it was a lot injector she needs to find a new injector um yeah so that whole i don't know she was brutal to me and the fact so also the whole false narrative thing and the thing like what leads me to believe that she was creating this victim narrative for herself Mm -hmm. was the whole thing so they go to a bar and could have been producer editing right but they go to the bar and the friend's like so what do you like about micah And Paul literally cannot get, he's not even like, well, what I like about Micah, he said nothing. Yeah. And the girl's like crying and is like, I don't like him. It's like, girl, you're hammered. Maybe slow down, take a beat, maybe have a couple glasses of water. You (laughs) may regret being on camera. This is not a good look for you. Right. Um, 
And why are you so fucking emotionally attached to this situation? It was the most yes. overreaction. It was so, so misplaced. It was, it was so very weird. weird. It was very so weird. It, it led me to believe that they had like kind of on the side, you know, like with these shows, like sometimes the women yes. go in and they're like, get all their friends. And they're like, this is going to yeah. be my script. And you guys need right. to back me. Yeah. Like we're going to create this narrative. That's how the broadcast was born actually. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. like it just led me to believe that they kind of had give this schemed up because her reaction was so misplaced. You don't think she was so just young and drunk and we well, should be saving for sure dr- a drunk like she she was blind i mean are um, we are we saving a seat for her in our aa meetings like we are what? definitely saving a seat for, we're saving a seat for a lot of these people these yes, uh, yes. There, there's a there lot were... of that and when we talk about below deck oh girl honey <laughs> i mean i think that's why i love below deck so much but um because <laughs> it's it, when you know us amy and i you know well you know amy you're open about it too so yeah amy's also an alcoholic like myself she's we, also um yeah we know each other from the recovery community and yes. we <laughs> identify as alcoholics in recovery and um i know one when i see one you know yep <laughs> but i can't the only not on us to to right. diagnose them. It's on them to diagnose themselves. However, <laughs> I can see 25-year-old me exactly. going on a reality show exactly. having very misplaced tears and emotion for someone that I've met for 30 seconds. Like the whole thing was just so and off. and how much would we have had to drink by the time that part filmed? Because you know we would have been pre-gaming at home. There's no way we would have gone to a bar to visit our friends had we not pre-gamed. You know that's knowing not- that we're gonna get filmed and on camera. Oh I my mean, god, the it's the way I would have even shown up was to been like at least a 99% to blackout. Like just an entire one bottle step away from yeah yeah <laughs> um liquid courage i think she needed shelby needed a lot of liquid courage and it didn't quite pan out for her it seems but, like like shelby and micah were both like they it's almost like they were still in college like my son and his girlfriend are more mature than they were and they're freshmen 100%. you know my kids yeah like they, they were really immature they yeah the whole thing was nuts they and were like in a different stage of their life like yeah, let's go get shots and then i'm like yeah okay and poor paul paul like none of that seemed like that was his jam he was kind of yeah. like seemed like a good employee like had a good head on his shoulders probably had a lot of hobbies that didn't involve going to bars and having you know doing shots with strangers so like do you think micah was the kind of person who in the pods put out the personality to him that he wanted to see versus her real personality. <laughs> well, that, that's what I would have done. So, right. <laughs> like I'm a chameleon. So I'm whoever right. you want me to be in that right. moment. And so I that she was doing that, whether she realized, right. I don't know, know that she realized that she does no, that. Not at all. at all. I think she did it with Kwame. And that's why she mm-hmm. was in relationships with two polar opposite personality right. people. So yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. I just think it was all insane. And she's still like the amount of tears out of her a year later on that. Yeah. Well, show was also weird. Like Micah got a lot of engagement. People on my Instagram go crazy about Micah. 
and, and all of these things. So let's talk about her at the reunion. Yeah, since you were saying there was tears everywhere, let's talk about what she was talking <laughs> Or let's talk about her wedding. Because with her, oh, I'm going to let you go first. So I do, I do think she explained herself well on that. And when she said it at the reunion of why she said, I want you to go first. I did think it was kind of brilliant. She said, I want you to go first because I wanted to know that you picked me. Yeah. Not yeah. that you were saying yes, because I picked you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Are we I giving her I, too much yeah. credit for coming up with that? I don't know, but it just seemed like a really tuned in things for her to do if she okay. was really if she really liked him and was worried that he was not as committed to her I think that was a good strategy it was a good no, play but but she said that she would have said I mean at the wedding she's like wait what and then she's like well I was gonna say no anyway too even though I mean it's probably just she safe. also had a full year to come up with that narrative That's right true. so it's like she didn't say that in the moment she's had a year to say well this is why I did that um, and maybe that is why she did it, but didn't realize it was only right. later able to um, articulate it. But, you know, I'll give her that. I'll give her credit. I mean, I am so glad that he said no for his sake. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to say yes. Cause his friends were all like, you should say yes, but you should, like, they were kind of like, dude, whatever. Like, we just want you to be happy. If like, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. You know? <laughs> and I actually thought that was pretty good advice. Like yeah. whatever you do, you, you do you bro. Like not as opposed to her friends that are like yeah. hysterically crying over nothing. But, um, <laughs> he just announces. Yeah. So the wedding thing. And of course, like the drama, she's got to run away. It's giving. What's her name? Gian, G, oh, Gianna. Yeah, Gia. Gianna. Mm -hmm. Season one with the runaway bride and like the drama in the rain. And then, <laughs> I mean, it no, made I mean TV, that's pretty humiliating but, though. You know, like, I don't know what I would, especially for someone like her who she doesn't know who she is. So she's just trying to be accepted by yeah. everybody oh, 100%, around her. 100%. It was, it had to have been tough. Yeah. But then a year later, to come back on the reunion on yes. live TV and still play the victim. And then when he was like, basically, cause then Vanessa Lachey was like, so did you date after? He was like, basically we went on like one date or like I went to visit her. She came to visit me and that was it. Like it was basically a no, like we yeah. tried it. It really didn't work. We, like, we met up a year for ago. Whatever it was. Yeah. And it was a year ago. And it seems like you didn't get married. You were engaged. It was a TV show. It's not, it was, it was kind of a fake engagement. It wasn't like yeah. really you were in love and you got engaged and it was like this dramatic breakup or whatever. Right. It was like, you want a social experiment that was filmed by a bunch of strangers and, and it, it didn't, didn't work, work out. out. And a year later, you're still hysterically crying. Like it just seemed like um, this is manufactured to me. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, I, but I wonder. I, you know, like just are, are are talking about, you know, do we save them a seat in in the in the recovery rooms, right? Like, so I was just thinking about that too because I think so much of it was her aspirations and her whole thing of like she was an only child and her parents got divorced and she didn't really have any family or aunts and uncles and she and just Paul checked the boxes of somebody who represented Correct. what she thought she wanted, so. I mean, I'm just looking at myself when I was, her, yeah, you know, and I'm 
fuck, I'm on my third marriage, right? So I get it. <laughs> I didn't right. know who I was either. I get that in a lot of ways, you know? So like, there's a yeah. part of me that's like, oh, okay. It's just unfortunate that it happened for her on uh, all on TV. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. She's a dime a dozen. Let's be real. Like there, she's not that unique. Um, and I think there are a lot of girls her age and they're 20. I don't even know how old she is, but yeah. you know, late twenties, early thirties that want, you know, have this whole picture of what they want out of life. And it's kind of like, whoever's there right. <laughs> and At ready to time. go. Like, I've known people who've married their, whoever happens to be there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty common. And I just think also too, to be the only one who gets denied at the altar, there's the, like that feeling yeah. of feeling less than, or I'm not good enough, or I, this is humiliating. And I'm it's the like only you one said, that it's turned down. It's on TV. I mean, I'm just thankful that when we were in college and stuff, social media wasn't around. Right. Oh my God. Like, and this poor girl had this whole thing. If all my worst mistakes of my thirties, twenties and thirties were on camera, like. Mm. Also she's projecting this mean girl, cooler than everyone attitude. And how ironic that the quote unquote cruel girl was the one who kind of got ditched. Um, so there was just a lot. I think she really yeah. kind of inflated. She had a, a big ego. And, um, but I think it born it's, out of insecurity. Oh, hundred percent. So right. much fear and insecurity, fear, doubt, and insecurity. As they say. <laughs> um, That's always yeah, the answer, so that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that was just an interesting, um, yeah, there was a lot, there was a lot there. I just think it was a, it was not a great storyline. I gave zero Fs about her. Like she, I just found her annoying. Um, there was nothing really interesting about it. It was like, you were two totally different people. You were never yeah. meant to connect in any way, shape or form. Um, I'm sorry that happened to you. And now get out of the spotlight, go live your life. That's how uh, I feel. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So let's talk about, um, um, next what's next who's next well brett and tiffany we should probably save them for laughs because they were like the golden couple but oh jackie and freaking oh, Marshall. Oh, oh, oh yeah because there's all kinds of drama there and there's all kinds <gasps> of behind the scenes tea that it's spilled and all these text messages that got um oh deep breath okay leaked. <laughs> leaked yeah i mean so much okay so jackie and marshall yes Marshall I liked Marshall until the reunion and then it was, he was Carlton from Fresh Prince yes but then it you was know what clear. I mean he was just a good guy like he really he his image that got projected from the producers or whatever like he was an all-american wholesome guy that was coming in with his superhero cape and with he the right gonna, reasons and I and he was gonna give. <laughs> he was going to put back together that broken girl and he was stoked about it. Yep. And it was just, you know, he found his girl that he was going to his poor um, broken little angel. His broken little angel and she didn't want to get fixed. Nope. She did not want to get fixed. She wanted 
someone to continue to beat her down. And um, it was unfortunate. I mean, I really do. I wish that they, I wish, I really, that was the one couple that I was like, oh, Jackie, come on. Like, I really think that this could be a good thing for you. So mid-season though, there was these text messages that leaked about her and Josh. And, mm-hmm. oh, let's, we, we just have to get to the wedding, then we'll be together. Yeah. Type, you know, all of this stuff, right? So um, clearly once that leaked and stuff, they, I mean, I don't know if they changed the editing or what they were, because, you know, they yeah. released them in chunks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode. So I don't know if they changed the editing based on that, but um, they ended up showing, basically showing her leaving him. She didn't go to the wedding. She didn't do that. They, she left him earlier and she's been with Josh ever since. But um, like, you know, she said at the reunion that she didn't cheat on Marshall, you know, the, the timing. No, of- that the- yeah, they they edit it or the way they edit it together. She had already yeah. left him before she had coffee with Josh, and it was shown out of sequence, and it yeah. made made it it led everyone like, to believe. Yeah, um, and 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 like Josh confronting him at wherever they were at, um, at the birthday party. Yeah, that's um, another scene where he was so drunk that was embarrassing. Yeah, um. Now, I liked Marshall during the show, but then on the reunion, unedited, I didn't like him because he just kept going on basically like the show owed me a wedding and I didn't get to get to the wedding because he ca- he's made these comments several times and and basically was like, that's what he was saying and, and, and why he tried to date this other girl, Keisha, after he and mm-hmm. Jackie broke up because he was like, I'm going to get a wedding out of this, damn it. You know, whether he says no or not, but like, well, I think because of the Zach thing, he was like, well, if Zach gets another shot at it, why can't I? Like, I deserve a yeah. wedding. Like, yeah. And he kept uh, saying like that I was owed a wedding, basically. And then he didn't get it. Like, <laughs> so he was a fucked up thing for a 20, 30 something year old yeah, guy. Just, to say. I like, think- that's not OK, but whatever. I, I'm I'm starting to read the, the next day chatter about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've got this, you know. Um, was it Paul or saying basically, you know, like, oh, didn't like Vanessa being, we have to talk about Vanessa hosting because I've seen some conflicting opinions on this. I left it thinking I liked Vanessa doing the hosting because unlike the other reality shows I cover, specifically 90 Day Fiance, where Sean hosts the reunions, Sean never asks any probing questions. You know, she's scripted as much as the rest of the cast is scripted so you're not going to get these tell-alls i mean the joke at my house is that they're tell sums because they don't tell all right they only tell some i don't know so when you i liked said- it because vanessa was going there she wasn't letting people get i don't know you didn't see what you what the listeners didn't see was my eye roll when you brought up <laughs> vanessa lachey i mean there i did um, think she was going a little far with some stuff but you got this stuff like paul saying oh she was you know she was pushing she was bullying the male cast and pushing motherhood while, you know, picking sides, cutting people off. Well, she's the host. Of course she's going to say that. The broadcast will be right back. And now back to the broadcast. So Netflix, first of all, we'll go back to the reunion, decides we're going to do this live event. I get it, Netflix. You're trying to move to more of a live TV um, situation. You tried it with Chris Rock. It was a great success. I don't know what the shit happened last night. You're one of the biggest media companies in the world and you couldn't get your streaming sorted for the, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> um, so there's a lot to say there, but then also 
in case you don't know, in case you're not aware and live under a rock, it was supposed to start live. It was going to be a live event at eight and it didn't start till like nine. And it was 9.15. Oh yeah. I had turned Um, it because I had watched. No, it wasn't. It was later than 9.15. It was much later because I watched all of succession and then went back and and it just started. (laughs) <laughs> and I was so succession started at nine and I started succession maybe at like nine ten. Anyway, enough about that. Um, but so my point is that if so Netflix is gonna do this live event, right? And they've got these cast members and they film this pre-recorded Zoom with Jackie and Josh. Mm-hmm. And so Marshall doesn't get to there's no conversation there, right? right? So he's reacting to a pre-recorded thing, which wasn't right. great. Yeah. What also wasn't great was that it was live and there was no opportunity to edit him because he was super long-winded and couldn't get to the point. And there was a lot of circular talk and it didn't help. He said a lot without saying a lot. He said nothing. And then ja, um, Zach is trying to back him up, but he's also saying a lot and not saying anything. Yes. With like a really weird, it was a weird word salad that voice. I just like, was like, he seems so nervous when he was saying, and I was kind of like, Zach, shut up. Like you're, what are you, ugh, get out of it, stay out of it. But anyway, so I do think that um, Marshall was not portrayed well in the reunion and obviously it was unedited. So I do think that he's a character um, or a person that does better with some editing. Um, <laughs> I think he was trying to play a role, honestly. After seeing him last night, just that's just my gut from my years of reality yeah. TV, people that, you know, that I've that he I've was, been deal- that I've dealt with. He was the good guy. His role was to come in and find a wounded bird and to restore her to wholeness. And he was gonna come off as like this great wholesome guy and that was gonna launch a love story of the ages yeah yeah yeah. and And it and it all blew up in his face and (laughs) it turns out she didn't really want that she wanted more of a bad boy um which is fine that's her right but okay so then the text messages the other thing too is like all over tiktok everyone's like (laughs) i saw a tiktok of like I was, I'm Chelsea's cousin. I was at her wedding. They took our phones. We signed an NDA. Like I cannot say a fucking thing about this wedding. How Jackie has to be violating this NDA. Like how is all this show? They do it all the time. They do it all the time. Yeah. Um, And so the text messages between the friends of basically, and Marshall did give a good explanation of how basically Chelsea was alluding to the fact that like you never want to have sex and you're not like she kept saying I want someone Jackie I want you said Chelsea Jackie (laughs) I don't throw Chelsea into this Amy Jackie (laughs) Jackie poor Chelsea no you're good you look great your Botox looks great you look fab not you um Jackie kept on saying like I want someone to throw me around and blah 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 and um you wanted more of an alpha male and he was a beta male he was Carlton from yeah. Fresh Prince. He was totally. Carlton is not going to throw anyone around in the bedroom. He's going to be polite and kind <laughs> and ask for consent a million times before he does anything. Oh, and that's who he is, right? Yes. To his core. Um, <laughs> so she, the text messages, if you're living under a rock, are that were leaked were essentially that it was kind of a fight, but. Um, he said that they were fighting and kind of in jest and she basically said you never want to have sex with me blah 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 
she didn't say it directly, but in so many words, basically were, was to her friends, like, I think he's gay. Uh, um, and then he came back with, well, you have a really strong chin line. Yeah. Or jawline. Yeah. Were you once a male? It was like, Ooh, roasted, whatever. Yeah. And he didn't yeah. use the T word. And it, like, it was just not, it was a little spat between in yes. private, you know, it was never meant to be aired, but she decided to air the laundry. And I think he did a good job defending himself as much of a puddle as he was in the, at the reunion. Um, he wanted love. He wanted to make it big. He wanted to, you know, be the hero and he didn't get to fulfill his dream of getting married and yeah and that clear because he was Mm -hmm. i didn't get the i get didn't get my wedding um he was gypped maybe he should micah is micah's for those two or perhaps perhaps now they should so they did this and i i didn't watch it but there was like the show where it took like the quote-unquote rejects from like Mm -hmm. the show from um too hot to handle from like i don't know maybe was some other one and they put them all together are you the one yeah yeah maybe i've yeah. watched about half of it i have not watched and it. then the fire happened i started watching it right before the fire and then the fire <laughs> and then the fire and then the fire happened um yeah so maybe they'll go on that show but more from the perspective of they don't give a shit who they're gonna get married to they just want to get married on tv that's because that's what well, like, i think that's what she thinks she wants you know and and him too. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that was that. And then Paul, I mean, I'm happy, I'm happy for them. It's a year later. They're still together. They have no plan. They have a dog and they lived together. Great. Good mm-hmm. for you. Yep. They seemed health. I mean, happy and healthy as much can be conveyed through a pre-recorded zoom where there was no interact yeah there was no probing unexpected questions it could be edited whatever exactly um yeah i mean the reunion was such a freaking fail it was awful so let's talk about vanessa as a host you didn't like her i just thought (laughs) she was fine it's kind of like Nick. Why are you even there? I know you got to be there because you're. It's in your contract, and you got to yeah. say like four words, and maybe you know. But it was all I her. I did think she went like she kept probing Paul about his comment about Micah. Not he can see imagine Micah as a mother. She kept probing him about this, right? Like she kept going and going. And I thought like. She, there were there was a disconnect and her continuing to dive wasn't going to resolve that disconnect and so i thought that was like too much you know again live tv what are you going to do right and that was she definitely needed to let that go because yeah, that was not great and like he, he explained I himself like he did a fine job of explaining so yeah. i totally understood what he yeah. meant by that and i don't understand why she couldn't comprehend what he was saying right. and it was just further upsetting micah and it was not a great look for anyone. It was just like right. Vanessa made Micah feel a hundred times more insecure. And, and there wasn't anything. Paul wasn't a bad guy to say that. It was like, like yeah. I could look at anyone and be like, I don't envision you as the father of my kids. Like, yeah. it's just a yeah. feeling I get. There's, Absolutely. it's not, 
you know, it's just the connections off or whatever. It doesn't mean that she's not she ever be a mother be. someday yeah. or the someone else's wife or you know baby and mama it just wasn't for him whatever, yeah for whatever reason Vanessa couldn't comprehend it it was like yeah. come on you're beating a dead horse it's really unnecessary so I thought that it was just things ran on too long I feel like there was a lot of baby talk and I just felt like that was a little it was a little too much it was like bring it up once great but she was like come on who's gonna have the first baby yes, and then when I thought that the way bliss too much and Zach were had an announcement, you know, when they were like, well, we like to move quick. I was like, oh, wow. But no, yeah. nothing there. Yeah, nothing. Um, yeah, but it, I didn't love Vanessa as a host. I did like I that know. she was asking, for the most part, asking questions that, you know, to really actually get answers rather than just superficial like they do on so many others that I've seen. <laughs> TLC, I'm looking right. at it. Um, I mean, honestly... But I then the, the mean girl, the mean girl stuff, they did this whole montage, this whole video montage showing Micah. And, and then there's no commentary on it. None. None. None making them an answer for it. Nothing, nothing to no. make them accountable for it. Instead, you know, Vanessa's asking about babies. So, you know what? Love is blind. If you're listening, bring on Lana from Too Hot to Handle. She <gasps> yeah. is a great host. She's fantastic. <laughs> she gets to the, she digs deep. She asks the real tough questions. She gets right down to the root cause. Of she it. gets right down. <laughs> oh, we love Lana. We love uh, Lana. The talking cone from Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, now a comment, something that Lexi and I were talking about was how like this season, it seems like they're just casting characters versus casting real people who just want to find love. Was that your sense too, having watched the other seasons? Yeah, and I think it's like with any reality show, once you get beyond the first couple seasons, people have caught on of like, this is another way that I can maybe become famous. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the premise of the show gets lost. And I just think it is a result. You know, you can only go through so many iterations of it. Mm -hmm before it becomes it feels like it's super scripted or people are on there for whatever motive it just yeah I don't know how many more times this thing could run its course agree agree um yeah yeah absolutely agree I think that they're definitely casting types they're doing the archetypes we need to have these people what I thought was interesting too is that so this was in that article um with the executive producer creator he said that there were actually eight couples Yes, I saw that. Who got engaged and, um, but they just chose not to follow the other two. And they didn't really say specifically why, but probably because they're, they're boring, maybe. <laughs> they're just yeah. normal, normal couples. Maybe talking about things even more boring than fruit. Who knows? <laughs> I know, right? Because it didn't fit but a drama filled It didn't story. fit a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, a I don't thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how many. And the other thing I was going to say is I honestly think that they released this season too close to the last season. Yeah, they, the, the the break between because they had last season. Where we just now? saw the like after the altar, literally, yeah. it was like right before my fire. It was like the couple days before the fire. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we're we're done with another season. And it's like you didn't even give us time to like mourn 
it being over and want it to come back. Yeah. Where I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it to come back yet. We didn't need it to come back. Yeah. We didn't, we weren't missing we needed, it enough. We needed it over the summer. It needed to be pushed back we needed, to summer. It needed to breathe. It needed to breathe. It needed, we needed some distance. So we couldn't, <laughs> we weren't comparing. Um, And honestly, I was even like, I think, my biggest issue was with watching the dating in the pods is I was conflating people from the last season. Like I couldn't, it was too close yeah, to even remember yeah, yeah, who absolutely. was who. Um, so I, I do think um, they just needed more time between the seasons. And I think the season could have landed better with more distance between the season and the last. I would agree. Um, I would have liked to have seen less contrived of the threesome stuff. And more of the real, like, if this was really who they are, of how they're getting along, I want to see that. It doesn't have to be right. conflict. You don't have to create fake conflict. So what I've said about 90 Day and why I stopped watching it and following it is, like, I, I don't want to see the the fake stuff. I, you don't need to create drama. Like, I want to see. However, though, let's be real. The only couple we have not yet discussed was the most real down to earth normal conflict. That's why we're not free. discussing them, right? We haven't There's... even discussed them. They were like totally normal. I think the only issue with them is maybe she thought he was a little too bougie in the beginning, but it seemed like she came around on it and was like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, Brett and Tiffany. Brett and Tiffany. Um, yeah, we talked about them somewhat. A little bit, but like there wasn't they were great. They fell in love. They fell in love and that's it. And that's it. The Fraudcast will be right back. And now back to the Fraudcast. So I'm trying to think what else, what else do we have to cover? I mean, I think, I feel like we covered everything there is to cover until we get another episode drop of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, what we didn't discuss what the photo shoots. There were two photo shoots. Mm. One was I must so not pay too, pay too much okay. attention because I'm like, oh yeah, I guess there was. Obviously, I'm a photographer for anyone who doesn't right. know. So I was very tuned into the photo shoots. So <laughs> the boudoir photo shoots between Kwame and Chelsea, which seemed bizarre. That poor photographer seemed like he was thrown in. She had this vision. It was right. It was part of her eight-year-old vision board of what, right. like when I get married, I'm going to have this boudoir shoot and we're going to be in Cal matching Calvin Klein underwear. Right. Awkward. Right. It was weird. It was and then she confessed to having the date where she had in the pods where she brought those with her. Yeah. Or she had her mom yeah, mail and made him. Yeah. yeah. So they had, couldn't even see each other. They were matching Calvin Klein's. Awesome. Um, but then the other adorable photo shoot, which was Brett said that he had taken up photography in the pandemic. And he said that Tiffany was having like a bad day and she was overwhelmed with the wedding planning. And he was like, let's do a photo shoot. And he did this adorable engagement shoot right. of her and then gifted her those beautiful prints, those black and white prints, right. which I thought was like so romantic and yes. so beautiful. And in contrast, like Honestly, one of the one of one of the primary reasons I was so anti Kwame and Chelsea was because of that stupid photo shoot. It was so bizarre to me. I was like, "This is not real. These people cannot get married. This is awful." Well, and then when she told the story of the Calvin Klein date in the pods, I'm like, "Oh, so so like she had done this like this idea for a date wasn't unique to him. She had no, this. She was generic- like, I'm gonna match." 
Yeah. Whoever vision board. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter who was wearing. She didn't buy the Calvins for Kwame. She bought the Calvins for her future husband. We need so, to research this. We need to find her Pinterest boards. And see, <laughs> she for sure. It's all on Pinterest, right? <laughs> Matching Calvin Klein's sexy photo shoot. Like, yeah, no, insane. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Anyway, so that was the that was one of the things that stood out to me, like the d- dichotomy between those two photo shoots of like yeah. him being so genuine and him being the photographer versus the hired photographer, which is like there were so many layers to it. Like, okay, so you're a hired photographer that's brought onto a show that's then being filmed for like there were so many layers to awkwardness of it. I was like, this is I can't imagine being that poor photographer. Anyway, know, right? so that was just me they- imposing my own life onto that whole situation but it stood out to me <laughs> projecting mm. that mm-hmm. maybe it really stood out to me um, anyway so um yeah so that's love is blind y'all um that is love is blind in a nutshell I would um, I think we said what needed to be said about it, but you are going to stick around and do some uh, below deck with us. So we are double dipping into below deck, which yes, is, I mean, while I love me some love is blind, below deck is we're my doing jam. below deck sailing yacht, sailing yacht, but we have to watch the episode, which is not dropped yet. Mm-hmm. We're going to so break, gonna watch it, but we're going to get it out to you for Wet Wednesday. That's what I was, I was uh, negotiating with with producer. I heard. Yes. And I heard you guys discussing it on last week's pod, which I listened to while I was driving around all weekend. (laughs) Well, excellent. And I kept texting Katrina about, (laughs) I didn't know that you were on the sailing team in college. How did you know this? I didn't know this. Yeah. Whole other, whole other part of my life. Whole other life. Whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Um, stoked to discuss that. Yeah. So I hope more happens on episode two. Yeah, episode well, the one. first one or two episodes are always going to be, you know, blah. But we're, I cannot wait to, we're, we're also both, both Lexi and I, well, she's watching the OG for the first time, as you know, yeah. we talked about it. And yeah, I, yeah, am, yeah. I am now rewatching all of it myself. So I've got all commentary on commentary on, on past episodes and stuff too. So we're going to talk all things I'm, below deck. I'm stoked. We'll be back. Um, although I think the other episode is going to come out before this one. So no, it's just, this just doesn't even make sense, but that's okay. Um, make sure you subscribe, like all of the things, you know, sure. Well, if you haven't listened to the episode on below deck yet, go back and listen to that episode <laughs> you after go. you listen to this episode. There you go. And you know, please leave us a five-star review. And if you like Amy, especially if you like her, cause I want to have her on more. She's my, my, uh, Eastern seaboard, Northeast Boston area correspondent, I guess. <laughs> and I got a new mic just for the gig right. because my other mic got wrecked in the fire. So there you go. Um, yeah, I gotta um, come back on. Yeah. So, um, please leave us five stars, write a review, let Amy know what you think. Only if it's good. Don't say bad things because that's just cruel. Why would you do that? Why do you come on? I have thick skin. I don't know. You put yourself out there. People are going to make comments. Just message us if you don't like something. I can handle it. (laughs) Find my Instagram. Be mean. It's all linked Uh, in the bottom. It's all going to be linked. Amy, tell people where they can find you. You can find me on my Instagram, which my handle is amy.russell.farber. All right. And that will be linked down below. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.
Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.